0: Happy Thanksgiving, dorks. Welcome to the Dorkiest Podcast. We are happy to have you here with us today. Joining me is the scalloped potatoes to my green bean casserole. That's right. I can only be talking about one person. That's my co-host, Daniel. Daniel, what are you looking forward to eating the most this Thanksgiving?
1: I am definitely looking forward most to green bean casserole and my fiance's dressing because it oh, is the best Oh, what kind dressing of dressing ever. is it? I don't know what all goes into it. I just know it is the most delicious thing ever.
0: <laughs> is it like a is it like a vinaigrette? Is it a?
1: I don't. I don't, don't say, I don't. I don't know, Mike. I don't know what it is. It is just the most delicious thing ever.
0: Is is yum yums? It goes in your tum tums.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's eat it food make tummy happy.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's good, man. what What are your uh, What are your Thanksgiving plans uh, for uh, later this week?
1: Well, uh, let's see, aside from working, I right. yeah,
0: you do have a shift to do. That's unfortunate, yes, but uh, you know, it's not all day. I hope
1: no, it's not all day. I'll be home by like five. So easily home enough time to have dinner and relax for a little bit.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. So you just getting together with like a small group of family and that's about it.
1: Yeah. There's gonna be like, there's gonna be like four or five of us. So
0: man, that's like always the perfect, like Thanksgiving meal, like size for me. Because, you know, yeah. I, when I was younger, like me and my family and my extended family, like we would like all get together and it would be like 15 to 20 people, depending on the year, you know, and then those people would like bring their like significant others or the girlfriends or boyfriends or anything like that. And like, you know, like uh, kudos to those of you who have big families and stuff, but like I personally cannot handle that.
1: Yeah, yeah, we already had the big like extended family Thanksgiving this weekend. Oh, cool. You,
0: you, you guys do like uh, multiple get-togethers?
1: Yeah, because since the family lives, since both of my my fiance's families live so far away, we had on the weekend we did a thing with her and her extended family, and then it'll just be like like four or five of us for actual Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, that's good, man. That's good that you guys like, uh, you know, plan that out too. And, and, and also makes it less stressful, right? Not everybody has to converge in this one place. And then, you know, somebody's cooking for three solid days, not without sleep. And
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's like you said, like, I enjoy it. But like, it's always where I was like, I am in a house with like 15, 20 other people. It's like, okay, I need to decompress. <laughs>
0: yeah exactly it's so exhausting you know I, I, I don't know how you extroverts do it so
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's well, like, luckily i had the i had the greatest thing you could do i have a baby so i was like all my focus can be on a baby and I yeah mean, like, there we go <laughs> you know, Like uh, <laughs> exactly minimal interactions outside of that
0: <laughs> exactly, man. Well, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving, man. I hope work's not too stressful that day, and I hope that you do, you know, once your shift is over, you do get to spend some time with some of the people that you love the most, my friend.
1: Yes, just Mike pray, I don't freeze to death at work this week.
0: Oh, is the weather not looking so good over there in Alabama?
1: Oh, no, it's like lows in the 38 to 40 range.
0: Oh, okay. That's that's that's, that's a low here in like january
1: yeah that's a, and it's not gonna get like over 60 degrees this week
0: oh that that sounds like a pleasant day de- that sounds like hoodie weather to me man <laughs>
1: that's a, like i said yeah that's fine for me it's just if you've ever been in a warehouse at five in the morning when it's 40 degrees outside it's not
0: pleasant yeah, it just turns into one gigantic refrigerator. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know what you mean, man. Well, stay safe, man, and stay and stay warm, and again, have a good Thanksgiving. But uh, but uh, but before that, like, I'm happy to have you here with me, man. Uh, we're uh, gonna be talking this week about you know all the dorky things that we're thankful for. This being you know in here in the U.S. Thanksgiving week, uh, you know we have all the you know the standard stuff that we're generally thankful for like our family and our health and our friends and and our and you know the stability that we have in our beautiful homes and you know the, all the things that we're privileged to have but you know this being the dorkiest podcast we 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 dorks over here we there, there's plenty of dorky stuff that you know that to be thankful for so that's we're today we're just going to share some uh you know some of those things back and forth with one another uh hopefully some stuff that uh will will uh, at least maybe you guys haven't heard of or something like that, or you know, at, at least maybe think make you think twice about uh, which, which I hope on my end because <laughs> I've been I've been tooting the horn of this one thing. I'm gonna try one more time <laughs> to get people to you know check it out. Hope, so hopefully it works. Uh, so this is, you can probably think of this as like one gigantic like what you got there for the entire episode. But then we, but we also have a what you got there uh, by the end of the episode. But uh, before that, you know. Yeah, before that, Daniel, like, you know, have you been playing any games uh, over the past couple of weeks? What is it that I, you were playing over there?
1: I have. I have been chugging away at Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm still going at it. And good, good. I, honestly, I honestly thought, until I looked up online, I thought I was much farther than I was. Because, you know, I've been mm-hmm. doing a lot of side stuff and then trying to go back to the main quest. And I'm like, wow, I'm a, I gotta be like in the last two or three quests, right? I was like... I was, so I looked online, I was like, okay, well, how far is the Maker's End quest from the end? And everybody's like, oh, you're about halfway through the main story. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how long is this game?
0: <laughs> Man, Daniel over here just taking a knee every time, every chance he gets.
1: It's a, yeah, it's just uh, I'd like that. I've been very it's a very good game. I, I love Horizon Zero Dawn is turning into one of my favorite games to play. Yeah, it, you, love, like, you love to see it. Yes, and it's just, I think I said I think that's why I'm getting so distracted. just because, like, all the side quests are so cool.
0: Yeah, there's actually one interesting thing that I read uh, on the PlayStation blog. I think it was either today or it must have been over the weekend. Um, they were talking, uh, the, uh, the lead developer of the game um, spoke with PlayStation, you know, kind of like a uh, self-congratulatory kind of thing a little bit. But uh, they were talking about um, the NPCs coming up in um the forgotten west and how there a lot of effort has been made to make that game feel a little bit more lived in uh you know because those of us who have played open world games um you know throughout our lives uh you, you know you you can you can kind of like see the seams of it every now and then you know you 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 go to talk to an npc and sometimes they're just kind of standing there right sometimes they're just kind of like there, you, you you can kind of tell like oh you're you're programmed to stand here so that you, I can get the quest from you right or something like that. Yeah. But um, a lot of effort is apparently being made in the sequel to you know you'll 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 go to your quest giver and they'll be working on a task or their daily chores or something and you have to you know go and find them or they if if they're tired they're just going to be leaning up against the wall and talking to their buddy or taking a sip of a drink or something. So you know just those little things are going to help make the sequel. Feel even that much more immersive than even horizon dawn is which is you know from the sounds of it you can't get enough of
1: yes i said i love like experiencing all these new machines that terrify me and murder me the first time i encounter them <laughs> all right, right. mike I, I don't know what i encountered i going to a quest i, I ran through a corruption zone which mm-hmm. apparently was way too high level for me
0: how, do you do the thing where you just try to like go for it and just be like, let's see how far I can get?
1: It <laughs> sometimes it's like unless I'm like actually like I just want to get to my destination, I will stop and be like, well, let's see what I can do. That's a yeah, lot of times my yeah. thing when I see a new machine, I'll be like, well, I just saved. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can take it down. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't remember what it was. I can't remember. What it's like the thing that looks to me like a giant demon warthog. I don't know what it's called. <laughs>
0: Damn diamond. Is it! Is, does it have like long legs?
1: I don't know if I, can, I don't think I had long legs. It was just looked like to me like a like a warthog hyena as long as I
0: can describe it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I, I think I know what you're talking about.
1: And, and I happened cross it. It was walking down, and I was right by a campfire. So I was like, "Well, it says it's like a high level. I bet I
0: could take it."
1: <laughs> I've been I playing shot... this
0: game enough. I think I'm skilled.
1: Yeah, I hit its weak point. I'm like, okay, that did. A little damage, I wish it would have done more, and then it attacked me and I died in one hit.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so now you know your answer, right? Life, yeah. Life is nothing but, you know, a, a constant series of l- learning new things, Daniel. And what yes. did you learn that day? <laughs>
1: yes, yeah. oh, also, I thing I've learned, I've learned my least favorite machine in the entire game so far.
0: Oh, yeah? Who's that?
1: The long legs. I hate them. Oh,
0: those things are... Oh, they suck!
1: <laughs> I, I, I know. I'm like, I thought the snap maws were gonna be my least favorite thing. Those I can, I can have learned how to fight.
0: Yeah, though, at least with the, I guess the ostrich ones, or what I guess I, I've been calling them the ostrich, but like, um, I call what them I, demon
1: birds. <laughs> demon
0: birds, right? Uh, uh What I do is like, when when they when they come and charge you and do that jump kick, I'll slide under them, and then they get a little disoriented, and then you and then you kind of slow uh, I guess, slow down and. Um, uh, and and then you know hit their hit their weak point, which oh, I yeah, usually I go for like a little grenade or something.
1: I gotcha. Like that makes sense. Yeah, Listen, I I never thought I would get to the point where a sawtooth was an easy enemy for me compared to what comes on later in the game. But just like
0: yeah, that game like does a really good job of like slowly teaching you mechanics and like and before you know it, like you said, like a a sawtooth is just like oh I can take like nine of these, but you know these little these little warthog things <laughs> that's a different story
1: yeah it's very terrifying
0: all right daniel you got anything else for me
1: i uh, guess i have also been playing skyrim anniversary edition you got it i, <laughs> okay. I got it the day it came out
0: nice dude
1: earlier <laughs> went off work came i it came home showered and then uh, we went to GameStop and i picked it up
0: Oh man, that must have been a treat. How are you enjoying? Uh, how are you enjoying it now in uh, in current gen?
1: Uh, main thing I did notice is like it looks so pretty.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean yeah. That, that's that's to be expected, right?
1: Yeah, and I did decide I wanted to do more of vanilla playthrough, no mods, mainly so I can mm-hmm. get the trophies. And since my fiance has never played it, uh, she basically said she's like, "Can I control what you do?" Like, i oh, like, like
0: make the decisions for you.
1: Yeah, like she basically helped. She designed my character for me. Okay, and she is determined. What, what uh, play style I'm going for?
0: Oh, nice. That must be fun.
1: Yeah, it is interesting. And then, like any kind of important like dialogue choice or a choice has to be made, I'm gonna let her, hand it off to her and be like, all right, what do I do?
0: Oh, that's cool. Does she not want to play on her own? Like, are, is she not used to these types of games?
1: Uh, no, she's used to. that. I think she has said that she wasn't sure if she wanted to play. So she wanted to watch me play to see if it's something oh, that she okay. would want to do. And she said, and she was telling me the other day, she's like, honestly, I think I'm having more fun doing this than if I played myself.
0: <laughs> that does sound like a lot of fun too. Like there, there's yeah. some, there's certain like games that, you know, I can imagine are really fun to uh, kind of backseat on like Skyrim yeah. is one of them.
1: Yeah. And she's already decided that I'm going to be playing in survival mode, which I've never done before in Skyrim. So that's going to be interesting.
0: Oh, explain that to me. What is survival mode?
1: Survival modes where you actually have to eat and sleep. And stay warm to not drain your health or stamina.
0: Okay, so this like this it, is like new stuff to the AI. Uh, I'm sorry, to the UI. I
1: yeah, it's been around since the since the special edition came out. Okay, but it's uh, I've never I just never played it. But yeah, it's basically it's like your stamina will start to not be able to regen all the way if you don't eat. Your health won't regenerate as fast, and like your stamina health will go down if you haven't slept for a while oh,
0: interesting yeah that sounds like it adds like a whole new layer to it
1: yeah and you can like start losing like health and stamina if you're out in the cold too long without getting warm like you actually have to potentially change your clothes to keep you warm like steel armor is not going to keep you very warm if you're out in the wild
0: oh well, yeah so that that that's kind of just adding a new level of like rp to yeah. this massive rpg
1: yes and originally i i said like what difficulty i playing. she goes play on legendary edition <laughs> i'm like oh no
0: so that legendary last- on survival mode yeah that's a, uh, that, that's a that different was- level dude
1: <laughs> yeah that lasted until the first time i attacked i had to fight someone <laughs> when a when a low level bandit like literally the first enemy you encountered in the game killed me in one hit and i shot them with an arrow and their health bar didn't move.
0: <laughs> and the I only thing at, that's missing from that is that, like, the game will actually send bandits to your home to rob you. <laughs> yeah,
1: and so it's like, like so after that, she was like, "Okay, you can turn it down to whatever is two levels below legendary." I guess. So it's kind of like casual gamer. Yeah, like one, gamer.
0: You're yeah, such like a one casual level gamer. above.
1: I think it was like one level above <laughs> normal difficulty. So I'm like, okay,
0: how many yeah, how many been, um, difficulty levels are there?
1: there's like five. There's Oh, okay like, there's like novice apprentice adept master and legendary i think
0: oh nice cool dude
1: so i'm like one above the middle so <laughs>
0: so that's that's kind of like your uh game that you guys are gonna be doing together for a while
1: yeah because uh i think we were like four hours or so into it so
0: well, that's awesome, dude. That, it's giving me some ideas of, you know, the eventuality of whenever I pick up this game.
1: Yes, uh, and I have something I think we, I'd like to talk to you about that, but we'll, I can save that till after we're done recording.
0: Oh, all right, fine. Uh, sounds good to me, my friend. So um, what is it that I have over here? Uh, I been finished playing? up. Oh, yeah, that I have been playing over here because I do play games. Uh, you do? Uh, I, I do, believe it or not, and I can prove it. I finished Deathloop over the past week, so that kind of tag- ticks off my list. My very first PS5 game over and done with, baby. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Death you've, beaten, was... you've
1: beaten me to put beating a PS5 game.
0: Uh, I mean, you've had the PS5 longer. I guess I just had to catch up to you, right? <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, Deathloop, uh, what a fantastic little game. Like, uh, it, 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 it does the... Um, it does like the, uh, the, groundhog day thing where, uh, you know, I talked about it last time we, last time we spoke and, you know, it, it, we're, it, you're stuck in a time loop and you have to, um, in order to break out of it, you have to kill eight of what they call the visionaries on one day in order to break the loop. And, you know, some of them might be over here. Some of them might be doing this. Some of them might be only be available during a certain time of day. So it's up to you to during your playthrough to gather information and information is your greatest ally in this. So that way you can plan out the perfect day to get all of this. And that sounds like it's a lot more massive of an undertaking than it really is. The game really does guide you to, you know, get this information. So it's a lot linear than it sounds, but it was just overall a fantastic experience. Um, It, it, I I wouldn't say it was like the biggest showcase of what the PlayStation five could do, I mean, uh, there was like some dual sense um, like uh, compatibility stuff where uh, like your gun can jam, so you would get that click when the trigger if if that were to happen, so you can't fire and you can physically feel that. And I thought that was super cool, so I Ooh, can't that wait for, nice. Yeah, I can't wait for games in the future to start implementing stuff like that. And then of course, there's like guns where like they're they're little makeshifts so the triggers a little harder to pull, which is cool. And then of course, you can like feel little vibrations of uh like your like the character you're playing like his feet like you know if you if you make a if you make a step with your right foot you can feel it on the right side of the trigger or so that, th- those kind of add a little bit of immersion which i really like too the sound design overall is really great level design is really good uh, even though all of the areas kind of look the same to me um i just thought like the the art direction for each of the areas of the island that you're stuck on like is it, really cool um the character designs are also really cool. Uh, the art direction, like I said, is is really good. I really like the script. The voice acting is great. I just think overall, it's just, it's just a really well put together, fantastic game. And I'm gonna, unless I get Game Pass in the future, I'm gonna miss Bethesda stuff.
1: <laughs> <sighs> yes.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this definitely, I, I can imagine this is also going to be a game that's going to be uh, relatively inexpensive sometime soon. Um, yeah,
1: I'm, I would have yeah. got it already if it wasn't. Still full priced.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. Ar- I'm already checking things. A lot of stores are doing like early Black Friday sales as of last Friday. So, in uh, I remember seeing like Best Buy uh, here in the states had it for like 39.99, which is a steal for this kind of game. So, yeah, if, if down the line, uh, this game's not going anywhere. So, down the line, if anybody wants to uh, play that game, check it out. I think it's well worth your time.
1: Yeah, I know. I definitely am interested in playing it. Really so far the only two PlayStation 5 games I am hyped to check out which is Deathloop and the remake of Demon Souls.
0: Ooh, Demon's Souls.
1: <laughs> yeah, did they change that with the with the remake? They actually made the the title make sense.
0: Uh no, it's still Demon Apostrophe S Souls. So it's I, just as hard to say.
1: <laughs> I hate that name. I hate that name so much.
0: Uh, yeah, it probably sounds better in Japanese, I'm sure. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, so I've also been playing, uh, once I was done with Deathloop, I uh, picked, back, picked my Switch back up, and I'm playing this little uh, game called Spiritfarer. Uh, this comes from a developer uh, called Thunder Lotus Games, So I'm not familiar with. I'm not familiar with any of the games that they've done in the past. Uh, but it is this cute, uh, very emotional game, which... Uh, uh, where it, it, it's a, it's a 2D platforming side scroller almost but it's very inventory management it's very um, almost sims like where you just kind of like plan your day you cook some meals you interact with some of the spirits that you're ferrying and stuff like that and then you do stuff with them and, and then when their time comes like you ferry them off to um, the spirit door so that they can pass on to the other side uh, so you know before i get too far into it uh you, you play as this young woman named stella uh and she's a silent protagonist and you wake up uh the you know the beginning moments of the game you you wake up uh with your cat daffodil your white cat daffodil and you're on uh the ferry of uh charon uh from uh from is it greek mythology i think it's greek mythology right That's yeah not right. Uh, yeah. So you're, you're, on the ferry of Charon who, you know, is, 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 uh, ferrying you through the river sticks and he's talking about like, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I've been doing this a long time and, uh, you know, it's time for me to, it's time for me to retire. So, uh, uh so you're the new spirit farer, essentially. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a very jolly game too. Um, but like I mentioned, it's very emotional. Um, the, 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 the premise of the game is that you're, you're, you're finding these spirits throughout the world and they're, they're not yet ready to pass over because of some, maybe some lingering, um, re, uh, sometimes it's resentment, sometimes it's regret, sometimes it's heartache, and it's up to you to kind of help them through that, whether that's you know helping them to face their fears against uh, a past trauma. It can get pretty heavy sometimes too. Like I've, I, right now in my playthrough, I've let three spirits through the, through the spirit door. Um, so basically i'm I'm done with their story so um, i don't know how long this game is but um it, it it's a really good time sink because you know like i said it, it's very sims like where you just kind of wake up for the day and then you just kind of be like okay well i can tell some of my spirits are hungry so i'm gonna go cook them some of their favorite meals or i need to go gather some resources to help my boat and you know things like that and then i'll go do this favor that one of them said to said to do so it's a it's, it's just been a really good relaxing game the music is just very zen uh there's a lot of zen moments uh the art style is is it's very beautiful it's hand-drawn animation and i it's one of those games where you 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 come you come to a new place and the and the scenery is breathtaking so you just want to take in the scene and just uh, just breathe it in a little bit before you before you move on, and it's just it's uh, you know, it's been a bit of a stressful year, so you know games like this are much needed. So if anybody out there feels like the, the, this game might be for them, then uh, I highly recommend it. It's it's on PS4, it's on Switch, it's on Xbox One, and it's on this uh, this new technology called Stadia. Well, that's something that we're never gonna say again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: oh,
1: it sounds like a very cute game. That sounds very enjoyable.
0: Yeah, uh, I I recommend even just people just checking out a trailer and just seeing if, if it might be for them. So yeah, go check out Spirit Fair if, uh, if 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 you're interested in it.
1: Anything else you've been playing, Mike?
0: Um, that's about it. Well, actually, there is one one thing uh, else I'm gonna be I, I'm going to mention, but I'll save that for later in the episode.
1: All right then. So speaking are we, are we ready yes. to talk about our main topic then?
0: Speaking of our episode, Daniel, you are you're a dork. I'm a dork. The listeners of this show are dorks in their All own. All two ways. of them, yes. <laughs> that hurts. That uh, listen, hurts.
1: I listened to your and Adam's recent episode. I'm just keeping <laughs> that energy going.
0: Uh, it's okay. No, it's it, it's a lot more than two. I'm <laughs> just Oh,
1: so but like twelve?
0: uh yeah yeah 12 yeah uh, i'll be honest it's a little more than 12 but yeah it's it's not as much as oh the skinny with we Mike and Adam.
1: so we gotta be like one of the biggest video game podcasts right
0: the biggest uh, but <laughs> 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 well we're at least the dorkiest and 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 I, and I and i like to believe we try to foster a positive community here and a you know a, a, one of the more positive uh, uh video game podcasts out there so I, I like to think so at least and on that note Uh, Speaking of positivity, you being a dork, I being a dork, our listeners being dorks, you know, there are lots of dorky things out there to be thankful for that, you know, keep us entertained, that keep us loving various art forms, keep us coming back to the games we love, the movies we love and, you know, and and, and various other things. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, you know, I don't really have a structure for this, Daniel, but, you know, I kind of divided some of the dorky things that I'm thankful for into different sections. And I believe you have as well. Uh, so why don't we just go ahead and get started? You know, we, t- we, we, we talked about some games. Maybe we can talk about some of the things in gaming that we're thankful for.
1: I think that sounds like a great idea.
0: Sounds good. But so I'll start it off here. This is a name that I've been um, I, actually you and I have been uh, actually throwing back and forth here and there uh, throughout the various episodes of the Dorkiest. But uh, I am super thankful for one individual who goes by the name of Matt Swider. Uh, He is, if you don't know who that is, uh, he is the former editor in chief over at tech radar. Uh, Currently he is running his own game over at theshortcut.com. But what he is mainly uh, super popular on the internet, especially Twitter right now, uh, that's at, at Matt Swider, M A T T S W I D E R, uh, is that he's been helping people day in and day out. I don't think this guy takes a break. Uh, he doesn't take days off or you know things like that. But he's been helping people get next gen consoles. They've been notorious this year ever since they've been out uh, in November of 2020 uh, because of the the chip sort the the, the superconductor shortage uh, that's been affecting technology worldwide. Uh, the next gen consoles are, you know, um, unfortunately affected by that too. So people have have been wanting to get their hands on these things, and uh, understandably they can't. You can't just walk into a store and go pick up a PS5 or a Xbox Series. So Matt Swider has been uh, free of charge. Uh, he's not. He's, he doesn't charge people for this service or anything like that. He just asks you to follow and share his information on Twitter. He'll let you know, like, hey. Sony Direct is doing a restock later today at three PM, for example. Or if you're a if you're a member of Walmart Plus, you'll be able to get uh you you'll be able to get a chance to get a Xbox next or this coming Thursday or whatever the case you know whatever the case may be. So it's just been super duper awesome to see this dude like just helping strangers helping hundreds of people your boy included and i believe and you yep. guys included as well right
1: yep this is the that's the guy this, that's the guy yeah. that got us our playstation 5 got your playstation 5
0: yeah and i only heard about this because of your boy daniel so i, I you know tangentially uh i am also thankful for you daniel <laughs> so yay Exactly. So, yeah, Matt Swider, if you're if you're still in the market for um, a PS5 or an Xbox series or um or even the uh, the, the Switch OLED, uh, that's been kind of in short supply as well. Like he's I, I've been noticing he's still um, helping people get those as well. And uh, yeah, and he, he's just he just seems like a good dude who wants who wants people to, you know, get the things that they that they want. So it's 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 just really cool that this guy's doing that. And I'm super thankful for him.
1: Yes, it is so nice to learn there are actually good people in the world on the internet.
0: Uh, I mean, there's this guy. <laughs> uh, and I don't know, maybe like three others.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's about right.
0: In the entirety of Twitter, there's like three really good Twitter pages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how accurate! Yeah, man. Hey, uh, throw me something you're thankful for, Daniel.
1: Well, off of uh, kind of, off of what you're saying, I am thankful that I see i see to have failed to play off ps5 because i yeah, believe it's yeah, been, there you
0: go dude
1: it was about this time or maybe a little bit earlier last year that i i say that i got it so
0: yeah yeah you were you got it pretty early and i was like so jealous and i was like even in my head i was like well he lives in alabama so i don't know if made me a lot of gamers over there maybe that's he just got lucky so I was like <laughs> just i just like, kind did. of throwing it in my head is like oh how did you get it before i was been trying to get it since november <laughs> like a little mad about it too <laughs>
1: yeah i was like but yeah it's so great and i'm just so thankful like six help me get play my playstation backlog since you know, i haven't really been playing playstations i missed the entire ps4 console generation
0: yeah and the great thing about ps5 is you have access to play all of those great games that you missed
1: yeah like i said i have uh planets that we have playstation now which if nothing else lets me stream the games and then i can Mm -hmm. decide if i want to buy them later
0: yeah absolutely and what a great service that is too you know it's uh i'll talk about another service in a little bit but uh it's it's so good that like sony is actually providing that service maybe they were kind of like strong-armed by another service that i might be talking about uh very soon but like it's it's cool that like they're doing that for people
1: Yes, it's very helpful for people like me, <laughs> and I usually yeah. appreciate that they are so much better about backwards compatibility than uh, than uh, Xbox can be sometimes. <laughs> so, where whereas just like if I could buy, I can just buy the PS4 versions, which are cheaper, and just put them right in the PS5, and it works perfectly.
0: One thing I, you know, not not to make this like a negative thing, but like one thing I have noticed too is that um, when I pop in a PS4 disc into the PS5, like it gives me like a a hard time. Telling it to play the PS5 version has that ha- has that happened to you?
1: Uh yeah, yeah. You mean like when it actually has an actual PS5 version of the game? Yeah, like um, uh, most
0: recently for the for the Avengers. Like I, I pop in the Avengers PS4 disc, which makes sense. It, it, it would automatically say like, oh, here, play the PS4 version. But like I know there's a PS5 version, so I, I'm I'm trying to find that. In- not the easiest thing in the world
1: yeah i had that issue with skyrim anniversary edition it was kind of annoying to find but Mm. what i've done is after i've downloaded the ps5 version i just delete the ps4 version off the console yeah yeah that's that that way it just automatically plays
0: yeah so i'm hoping like down the down the road like they'll they'll fix that from like the 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 hardware point of view through a patch or something
1: yeah but that but though that's a minor nitpick but yeah yeah not not the end of the world yes I said, I'm very, I said, so, so excited to get, to, I have so many PS4 games that I'm so excited to play on. I say and PS3 games, so excited to play as well. Like,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Last of Us part and Last of Us and Last of Us part two are on that list. Oh, come on, hurry pre- up, dude. Hurry up. I am prepared to cry. <laughs> uh, I will be uh, picking up and playing Bloodborne on that as on there too. I'm really, wanting Ooh, to play man, Bloodborne.
0: best of luck to you, my friend. Like I, I, that's one of those games. Like I want to watch you play. Not yeah. to like you know backseat game or anything like, that, but I just want to like kind of nudge you along and be like, okay, dude, it, it, you 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 got this, you got this, because I can I can I can already feel the frustration coming.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, I don't know well, why I've just been obsessed with like. Uh, I see like the Soulsborne games recently. Mm-hmm. Cause everything about Elden ring is just making me oh, so excited. Gosh. That game looks so good. to me, it just looks like dark souls meets Skyrim. And I'm like, yes. Oh yeah. Yes. dude! like a
0: fantasy version of that formula. It's just, and I yeah. can't wait to like s- kind of pick it, uh, you know, or, or if it becomes apparent, like what parts that like George R. R. Martin contributed to the lore of that yeah. game. Like that would be so yeah. fun to pick at, And <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for that game to come out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Have you heard about like some of the in, like some of the aspects of the game mechanics that I've just made me are so happy. There is have, there is a there is a map. Yeah, but yeah. Things won't but things won't just pop up. It won't tell you exactly where things are. You have to actually and well, you can fast travel, we can only fast travel between your campfires or what? yeah
0: which is plenty fair and you know yes it's, it's... and it's
1: really exactly what I my one of my only clients about skyrim is that like I said the game holds your hand a lot so i'm like basically it's like oh it's like skyrim but it doesn't hold your hand yes exactly it's exactly mm-hmm. what i want
0: this is the real legendary survival mode of <laughs> skyrim <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> but yeah so i've been obsessed watching like lore videos and like a, I mean, videos of like what Soulsborne game you should start with and since i've come to the general consensus everybody's telling me bloodborne i'm like okay i'll start with bloodborne
0: mm, man i cannot wait to get your opinion on bloodborne dude like it's 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 everybody i've like read on the internet or you know spoken to on the internet that has played bloodborne always has like a different take and and i'm all about that so yeah i can't wait to hear yours
1: yes all right Very mike cool. uh that's i'll toss it back to you what other what else in video games have you been thankful for
0: I even though I'm not part of this ecosystem, I am just super thankful for another good dude out there in gaming, Phil Spencer, who is the head of Xbox. I just think everything about that dude is just genuine and and, and good and he spreads positivity throughout the gaming industry. And the fact that he's like the head of one of the major three console makers just makes it that much more like wholesome in my eyes. Like he he's the face of Xbox, yeah, but like he's also a huge advocate for like the push for accessibility, which I find like like I, I want the, the industry as a whole to really, really push for accessibility. Because you know, the more people playing our games, the better it, it is for the industry, right? Like, you know, there's that whole Xbox adaptive controller, well, which I think is like one of the coolest uh like inventions in gaming um in recent memory you know uh, the, the push for backwards compatibility on uh, ever since he took over as the head yes. of xbox during the xbox one days that's only gotten i guess better to go um, i don't have a series but you know there's that whole smart delivery where um, like just like we complained like the ps5 doesn't know what version we want to play apparently if you pop in like a xbox one version on in a series x it'll, it'll just give you the best version right off the bat
1: yeah, that so. is great but yeah. yes, like talking about Phil Smith. They're like that man saved Xbox in my mind. Oh my
0: gosh! Because Xbox man, like, was
1: so behind. Like you remember that launch? I like, think you remember like the something like the E3, where everyone was so excited to hear what they're talking about Xbox, and they were just spent like not even any time talking about games.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe somebody also like you know, mapped out the 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 number of seconds they did they 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 spent talking about games, and it was like less than 30 percent, and all of it was yeah. like nfl tv the connect and it's like
1: yeah and it's just like what are you doing
0: <laughs> yeah you and save that for something like ces but like you're at e3 and people like, want to hear about games dude like, like those yeah, are all good ideas the
1: next halo or whatever yeah. would, and like that's the thing is like xbox one like i i've had x i have xbox one i do like it but it's like xbox had no good exclusives at that time which i'm like like I kind of said, it's like, oh, I got a PS5 and Xbox decides to get all the good exclusives now by buying yeah. Contesta, <laughs> and they also have like, uh, let's see, uh, just they have the Ninja
0: Theory, which I'm very jealous of because uh, I won't be able to unless I get Xbox Game Pass, I won't be able to play the sequel to Hellblade. Um, ah,
1: yeah. And then they also have Obsidian.
0: Yeah, which dude. Putting
1: out so, which I'm so excited for that RPG, that uh, fantasy RPG they're <laughs> Uh, doing a vow looks really cool to me
0: yeah that's another thing like i'm jealous and that's that's what i think is really cool about this generation in particular now that xbox is really pushing to meet sony at that level as far as exclusives yes. go like it's it's gonna make for a very competitive um market and uh, and that's good for everybody in my opinion like
1: exactly like it's really it's making the it point where me and my are talking about we kind of just want st- to you know sell our xbox one so we have money and just get a series s because like because xbox we don't even really need to buy digital like physical games i pay for game pass they're all gonna be on there
0: exactly and i was about to say that too freaking game pass like it's
1: the best thing it saved it it saved xbox one for me because you know it's like you know especially like you know high school college i don't have you know you don't have a lot of money
0: Oh yeah. So it's it's an expensive stuff. hobby no matter who you are. And like Game Pass yeah. is like the best. I know this is part of their tagline, but it is the best deal. 14.99 a month and you get new Xbox games day and date with the physical version. Are you exactly. kidding me? Like
1: you just stream like just download and stream like that that got me to play so many games I never would have touched that I fell in love with. Yeah, dude. That's... So
0: just shout out to Phil Spencer like I'm just thankful for him that he's a member of the uh, of of like I like, gaming royalty i don't know what the yeah proper I, term i'd is. say that's fair that is yeah fair yeah like he and you're absolutely right he saved xbox he saved like he saved the xbox brand he saved the xbox image and he's been playing the long game and it's just now starting to like you know you know head over the get over the hill where like like the, the, the xbox community is now finally seeing the fruits of all that labor and i can't wait to like even just like two years down the line to see the kind of games that they're going to have to offer that that are going to meet Sony at that quality level. Right.
1: Exactly. I, I, I am just so happy. Daniel hit me. All right. Well, we've did a whole episode on this game, but I'm still going to talk about it. I am thankful for mass effect legendary edition.
0: Oh man. It is. So what a freaking joy to have that come out this year. Right.
1: Yes. Like, Uh, again i just it reawoke my love for the original mass effect i got to play mass effect 2 which is one of the best games ever
0: made Mm -hmm. you finished the fight dude
1: yes i finished the fight i watched so many mass effect lore videos i (laughs) I tired of hearing about them
0: (laughs) i'm sure you've been keeping those in like your watch later list forever
1: (laughs) i bet yeah that's like but yes it's just like i'm so happy again I st- I have to look at my game shelf. Feel like you have so many games to play. Do not start another playthrough of Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, what do
0: like, what are you playing this year, Daniel? Oh, you're playing Mass Effect and Skyrim. Okay, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know. In 2021. What are you playing? I played Mass Effect and Skyrim. <laughs> I exactly. oh like, well, they are like, two of my fa- two my are my two favorite games yeah, There you go. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just like I am just so happy because that, again, it's like I just, I want the reason I want to play again is like I want to see the different outcomes of things if i do things differently it's like it's just such a great open world game
0: yeah and there's not a lot of games that are held up on that pedestal the same way that like even you know mass effect one two and three are right and it's so cool that like this long awaited re-release that people have been asking for you know it's you know i guess technically it's one generation behind but you know it's two generations behind at this point and people are now being reintroduced to it um you know people are playing it for the first time seeing what the hubbub is about
1: yes that is my that's my biggest thing it's seeing all these people online it's like i've never played mass effect this is a great game like yes
0: yeah exactly and 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 i love that too i love re-releases right and it's there's there's that cynical side of um this industry where you can tell like this re-release was was put out just to make money but um but but uh, but on the plus side of that, like new people get to be introduced to this thing that everybody loves. And that's a and that's just a positive thing.
1: I said like, going back to demons, Souls. demons, I probably souls, I thought I probably wouldn't really <laughs> play that game. But it's like, oh, like, completely remastered it. And I was making sure because, you know, if I hear remaster or remake, I'm I'm usually like, OK, what did you actually do? Yeah, but I've, exactly. I've been looking and it just looks like a PS5 game.
0: Yeah, it it is so gorgeous. You would never know that that was originally a, a PlayStation Three game. At you know, yeah, like it came out once like upon in, a like, time,
1: like two thousand nine or maybe, yeah, I think it was two thousand nine. Yeah. but yeah, so it's like it looks amazing. I'm very excited. Based off that, I'm very excited to see what the remake of Kotar looks like.
0: Oh man, we got a logo. <laughs> <laughs> we got so, a logo. Yeah, so like, if 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 the game looks as good as that logo. It's gonna be a good looking game, Daniel. <laughs>
1: it will. But yes, like so happy for that. Like I said, got to have a very heartfelt end to my. I say to Dak Shepherd.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, go back and check out our uh, episode on that if you haven't already. It was a, it was it was a really good one, and I had a really good time uh, discussing our 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 different ways of uh, somewhat different ways that we approached uh, those three games.
1: I say yes. All right, Mike, I'm gonna to toss it back to you.
0: What else All you All right. So, uh this I could have easily thrown this into the uh what is it you're playing over there, but uh yo, give thanks when you're when you're cutting into that turkey over there, even if you haven't played it, give thanks to Final Fantasy 7 Remake Intermission for keeping my 2020 game of the year alive to this day. So, uh so in 2021, I think this was in April. Uh, Square Enix put out the PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake for PS5. Um, I said that already. <laughs> yes. And uh, to celebrate, they also added like a two chapter um, mis- intermission. It's literally called intermission, starring uh, one of the characters from the original game that wasn't in uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Her name is Yuffie, and uh, me and my family played that uh, over the weekend. And oh my gosh, what a! what i love final fantasy 7 remake daniel i love it so much and i I just been catching up um zoe especially on the final fantasy 7 lore uh and you know she is super simped over all those characters now so i guess i did that i don't know uh and you know just 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 playing uh just replaying that game and then playing like this new stuff that wasn't in the original it was kind of its own this intermission is kind of its own thing and just re- refreshing this game that i love so much from last year that's also a kind of a remake kind of a sequel of my favorite game of all time and just again it's keeping that game alive it's keeping it fresh it's addressing some of the issues with the combat of final fantasy 7 remakes particularly air combat that i had like Boom! They just fixed it. That just that to me tells me that the developers know exactly what the fans' issues are, and they they are addressing it. Which to me just can't get me more excited for future games in this series. Ugh. That
1: sounds great. I tell you, Mike. I was at GameStop the other day. They had the Final Fantasy X and X 2 uh see, remaster. I, I, I almost picked it up. I just has a, I I couldn't afford it right there, right then. That's I'm okay, like, baby. I keep an it, eye. Out.
0: It's, go not yeah, say, it's not go going anywhere.
1: Yeah, it's not going
0: anywhere, buddy. So it'll it'll be there when you're waiting for it. It'll be there waiting for you. All right. And that's kind of all I had uh, so far for uh, my gaming things. You got anything else for me, bud? I
1: say. I say, yeah. I have. I have a baby. Apparently, <laughs> you
0: have a baby. I heard him too, and I'm yes. sure you're very thankful for your son as well. But you know, <laughs> a dork in yes. training.
1: Yes, but. uh other things I had, uh, just a couple, a real quick thing, I had was, as it was, I'm thankful to be able to do this podcast.
0: I was saving that for my end for the end one, but yes, I am very thankful for uh, the dorkiest podcast that we started this year. You know, this was kind of like a thing that you and I wanted to do. Like, you know, I guess a couple years ago, right? We had this idea.
1: Yeah, I think we had this idea again. I, see, I always remember this podcast idea was born out of our sadness about music that year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it was a pretty bleak year uh when we decided to do this podcast. <laughs> but uh uh yeah, I mean and, and we started and we and, and we did this and I've been having a great time and this has just been a great way to, you know, talk about my my oldest love gaming yeah. with uh with my friend Daniel and, you know, once in a while get into do this with my family too who are equally into gaming as, as as I am. So, I I just can't wait to keep doing this and uh, just, just just see how this show continues to evolve and what, co- what what's going to come from it uh you know for the two of us.
1: That's it. Exactly. I am enjoying I can't wait to do this for the foreseeable future hopefully. Yeah,
0: and your son is enjoying it too. He's laughing up a storm I'm loving it. Yes. <laughs> Biggest yes. fan. <laughs>
1: okay. Yes, number 1 fan.
0: Did you get you got any more uh, gaming thanks you got?
1: I say I think that's it unless you have anything
0: uh, I don't, but let's go ahead and move on to the next kind of bracket over here. I have like, so like for TV and movies, um, I have, to be honest, I haven't watched a lot of movies outside of like genre type films this, this year. Um, I, I also haven't like gone to the theaters um, like in a long time. Like we just started going to the theaters for Shang-Chi and the Eternals. Uh, it was the only, yeah. Those are the only films I saw this year. But with that in mind, I have been super thankful all of 2021 for HBO max. So uh, late last year in 2020, my family and I signed up for HBO max, uh, partly to watch uh, wonder woman, 1984, <sighs> but the, we're not here to talk about that movie, <laughs> <laughs> but we kept, we kept uh, HBO max because of the huge announcement that uh, all of their movies in 2021 uh, that were going to come out in theaters are going to come out also day and date xbox game pass style to uh streaming if you if you uh, you know if you sign up for hbo max including the movie that i never thought i was gonna see uh zack snyder's justice league dude have you heard of this film daniel
1: oh you may have gone on a tangent about it (laughs) one
0: or two times oh really would you like to hear another one (laughs) uh i think i'm good okay never mind (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, uh, but really quick, like, I never thought I would see that movie. That movie has just been long rumored to like never not exist. You know, Zach himself would, you know, just talk about how like, "Eh, you know, it's not my film to finish or whatever. So if they put it out, they put it out, you know, whatever. So it's just one of those things like, oh, okay, I guess it's just lost in time. But the fact that like he got to finish that film and put it out in the vision that he, you know, wanted from, You know, back in twenty seventeen, when it was ripped from him after a family tragedy, which is the the saddest story, to be honest. Like, yeah, I
1: didn't know anything about that. Like, I, I completely didn't even realize that uh, he didn't finish it, and Joss Whedon took over.
0: Oh yeah, so he did all the like. like Zach actually finished all the principal photography. Just the special effects weren't finished because, uh, like, he had to leave in post production. So while Warner Brothers like took the film from him, they brought in Joss Whedon and. And then reshot like eighty percent of the film, and that's uh, the and film Joss Whedon
1: made it made it mediocre.
0: <laughs> yeah, he made it like mediocre at best, and he just and he yeah. and he completely turned the film from what it was. And if you see, you know, Zack Snyder's vision of that film, it's night and day, like what 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 those what those films were supposed to be. So like, I'm just super thankful that like we got this film, and like kind of, relatively soon. Um, like after the original came out or the non-canon version one came out, because, uh, you know, because the original Superman two uh, came out, uh, you know, because that was that was something similar. Not in the same like situation, but like where the director left midway through filming and then Warner Brothers bought in another director to finish that film and then like they just retooled it and turned it into something else. Uh, So like Richard Donner got to do his version like in the nineties, which was crazy. Like how long ago, like how long that gap was. So like the fact that this came out, uh, what four years after
1: three or four years, something like that.
0: Yeah. After the quote unquote non-canon version came out, like that's (laughs) so incredible. Right. And like, and, and, and again, the Xbox game pass of make, of of letting the users, um, you know, uh, watch movies day and date at in the comfort of their own home um is is a freaking game changer. I mean they're not gonna do that anymore because they made Christopher Nolan mad and he's not gonna work with no Warner Brothers anymore. But yeah, whatever. But,
1: oh is that what happened? I did not know.
0: Oh yeah. It, lots of like apparently Warner Brothers made that announcement without consulting the directors first. So um yeah the lot All of right. them got a lot of them got mad. Delhi Villeneuve uh, included too so uh,
1: hey don't, don't don't make my favorite director mad
0: Oh, you tell me about it and dude dune is so good
1: <laughs> i i want to see it i i i am going to make a point to see it oh my eventually.
0: gosh it is fantastic man like, like I, I, I went in with like high expectations it blew my expectations out of the water dude
1: my only reservations i had were the main two actors because i i've never st- i don't think i've seen timothy chalamet in anything and and zendaya is a good actress i don't know if she's necessarily my favorite but she's it's...
0: hardly in this because this is a uh, part okay. one yeah okay this, this gotcha. isn't like the full version of that story yeah, even, I, yeah i gotcha yeah it even tells you like right at the opening credits like it says dune part one which is like a, a surprise if people didn't know that i guess yeah but, i knew uh, it was
1: in part two parts i just wasn't sure how much she's in it. like so Timothy chalamet's a good Good oh, Paul. he's great! Yeah, I, okay. I I
0: think he as as Paul Atreides, like he he handles the role very well, and like I was surprised too. Like uh, he 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 looked more like someone who would who would just want to mug the camera instead of perform the role, but he performs the role very adamantly, and he has a great range of uh of a. Uh, acting so
1: well i'm very happy to hear about it because it's my my attachment to dune is very weird because i've never actually sat down and read the book Mm -hmm. but it's like it's like it influenced so many things i did and i just love the world and the setup but just everything about the idea of dune i i adore oh yeah all we've got is the david lynch movie
0: that's an adventure dude that's an adventure
1: i mean it's an entertaining movie that's for sure
0: yeah yeah (laughs) but But, uh yeah dude like hbo max was just it 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 entertained me a lot this year um you know it wasn't just the movies like i got to watch suicide the suicide squad uh, this past august as well because of hbo max and um, and there was like a lot of docu series on there that I that I that I watched. That was that was very entertaining and educational, and opened my eyes to a lot of things I didn't know about before. But the uh, yeah, dude, a, a huge huge proponent for HBO Max. It's a shame that they're not going to do the day and date thing going into 2022. But what can you do?
1: Yeah, like I said, HBO uh, Max was one of the transformers never got. It seemed very good i i mean uh, his dark materials almost convinced me that maybe i should pay for it by itself but mm-hmm. i it. said May, maybe maybe next year
0: yeah who knows and i'm and, and they have like a cheaper version of that of, of, of hbo max too but with ads so for 9.99 ah. a month you can get like the ad version
1: uh,
0: so if you yeah. want zack snyder's justice league to be even longer <laughs>
1: <laughs> mike if i watch zack snyder's justice league will that make you happy
0: uh yes. Do you want to? I think we should get together and watch the Zack Snyder Superman trilogy all in one day. And I and I and I mapped it out. It's a nine. It's a nine and a half hour experience. I oh that means I have to watch Man
1: of Steel again.
0: Yes, and Batman v Superman: The Ultimate Edition, which is three hours long. Oh boy! (laughs) Come on, Daniel. Someone's got to do this with me. I can't do this myself. (laughs) <laughs> maybe one day we will we'll set make it aside an episode we'll make double, it a like, nine and a half hour episode let's do it <laughs> just, just do a Zack Snyder trilogy commentary. yes dude <laughs> you know I I, I, I I speak in um in a um, I'm exaggerating a lot when I'm talking about Zack Snyder justly but like I'm genuinely happy that that movie exists because I'm big at the end of the day I'm a big proponent for artists like getting to make the art that they wanted to make right and if anything, that 2017 version is just so trial by committee. We're so scared of Marvel, we got to make it's our own Marvel so film, road. and it's so gross too. Like the way that like they took how like blatant, yeah, they, huh?
1: How blatant they're trying to just be Marvel in that movie?
0: Yeah, but like it's it, it's more gross. Like behind the scenes, you know. Uh, not 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 to mention like the 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 harassment accusations from Joss Whedon uh, and stuff like that. But like just, just the fact that like they took that movie from Zack Snyder while he was going through a family tra- tragedy and did this to his film. is just like, I- I'm just, I'm just so glad that there's a, a redemption arc to that. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. Well, of that thing is like, I don't think I've ever seen a man go from a hero of nerddom to villain like Joss Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: he did it to himself. Let's be fair here. <laughs>
1: this is very true.
0: I've been t- right. I've been talking long enough about HBO Max. Uh, well, what what you got for me, Daniel?
1: All right. Well, I have to say that I am just happy. This is kind of a TV and movie thing where it's like I I'm just so happy that we live in a golden age for sci fi and fantasy nerddom. It's just it, mm-hmm. I'm so happy. Like the post Game of Thrones world is very kind to us.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Like we got The Witcher, which I'm excited to watch season two.
0: Oh my gosh I, I, we cannot wait like that's like my that's yeah. like my wife's f- like favorite fantasy franchise like we, we we are we are salivating for season oh, two yeah
1: i i am very excited let's see uh wheel of time just dropped his first three episodes watched the me and my fiance watched the first two going how was that for, I, very good very good uh okay i know a lot of people are going to complain, say it's very derivative of Lord of the Rings. But I do know the author's intent was to make basically his version of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, really good. The acting is amazing, especially because like aside from Rosamund Pike, none of these actors have more than like one or two acting credits. Like the Wheel of Time on most of the main cast is the only acting credit they have. Oh, cool. So it's a lot of good young actors. They're yeah, sounds like they found
0: some gems.
1: Oh yeah, they're all really good actors. I've been from I hear from book fans that it's like they perfectly encapsulate the characters from the books. It's really good, and it does it. It helps explain the world pretty easily without just dumping exposition on you. I'm yeah, very yeah. excited. I'm very excited for it. So that,
0: that. sounds like a, a lot like what Dune does very well. Like the 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 Denny Villeneuve version of Dune. Like it it really. <laughs> shows not tells it doesn't over explain things so that yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear that this does the same thing
1: yeah but like and the show and since since is a TV show they're very comfortable showing you things and be like with the idea of you know tell her like well, you'll we'll get back to this later yeah you'll figure scene. it out
0: yeah, yeah trust so trusting good. the audience like
1: really great like the special effects are really good like I said so yeah that's a that is a great show but and yeah, this is like,
0: on Amazon right
1: yeah it's on it's on Prime Video yes okay cool one of the two big fantasy shows they'll be pulling on because we'll have our Middle Earth TV show rolling out.
0: Yeah, that keeps getting I, I, I keep hearing about that. I, I never know when it's actually coming out. I'm, I'm yeah, convinced they uh, filmed it like 13 years ago.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, like the whole season's done. I don't know what's taking them so long.
0: Mm, them, uh, them CGI's, dude.
1: What An I do army appreciate, of CGI. Yeah, exactly. what I appreciate about Wheel of Time is a season two got announced before we even like, like at the time we got the first trailer for season one. Oh, we know one. you're gonna love it. We know. <laughs> which I'm really sad because one of the main cast members has already said he's not coming back for season two. And I'm like, I think this is my favorite character. I'm so sad that this Hector won't be returning.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a shame.
1: That's it, it is a shame. But yeah, just like and like I said, we have such great TV shows out right now, like like the Expanse, which is coming to an end, which I um like me and Fields are like partway through season two of that show that show is amazing
0: cool what is that about
1: uh I uh, basically i describe it as if you like the political stuff from game of thrones you'll like the expanse because it's just that in space
0: oh cool i was about to ask if it was like a fantasy setting or something
1: it's not really a fantasy. it's definitely more hard sci-fi mm-hmm. it's basically uh, basically you think there's a cold war between mars earth and people that live on in the asteroid belt and it's basically like political tensions you follow characters from all the different sides it also has like kind of like a neo-noir like detective story in it
0: Yo, that sounds like, like a, a good blending of genres
1: yeah it's like a very big like a good ensemble cast like the whole first season is basically all the characters getting together and so season two is really nice because now you get to see all these characters that you fall in love with in the first season and actually interact
0: yeah sounds good that sounds really good man That's cool but
1: yeah, that show's great. So, so yeah, we we just in general live in a great era for nerdy TV shows.
0: We live in an embarrassment of riches, no matter what kind of fandom you like, dude.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So like, so TV series have been kind of like uh you know pushing you through uh, this whole year basically.
1: Yeah, I have. We have not watched hardly any movies. Like I'll be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I said, there's there's too much content out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I and I just think TV shows work better for us because it's so much easier to. Binge them and just like, oh, take yeah. them at your. I told her we even had this conversation. It's like I don't know why watching three episodes of a fifty-minute show seems like less of a time sink than watching <laughs> a three-hour movie, but you know it just does.
0: Oh, so let me get this straight. You'll watch The Witcher and Wheel of Time and The Expanse, but when but when your friend tells you to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League, all of a sudden, oh, it's so four hours. Like ah, oh, oh, I see how it is, Daniel.
1: Redemption,
0: I'm... redemption, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, so uh, Mike, I guess I'll toss it back to you. What else you got?
0: Well, I mean, on top of all that stuff, like I said, most of the stuff uh, outside of gaming that I've been consuming is mostly just genre-type stuff, Uh, and uh, what's been propelling and keeping this fandom alive post-Avengers Endgame are all the various uh, Disney Plus Marvel shows that have just been knocking it out of the park, dude. Like, WandaVision, which was... which took the world by storm with how unique that show is you know falcon and the winter soldier for those of you who want to you know something a little bit more familiar with your marvel formula loki which has some of the best set design art direction you know score of anything marvel it's like the most unique thing that marvel has come out with in my opinion uh, marvel's what if was which is just a fun animated you know uh, romp of stuff that we'll never see ever again which is really really cool and then, like, we're, we're literally talking the week of Hawkeye. So, you know, put that on top of the three movies that Marvel put out this year. It's just been a stellar year for them. And, like, you know, uh, and you, you you can nitpick at Marvel Studios stuff, right? Like, and it's just like, oh, well, you know, some of the stuff is pretty much the same. But, like, yo, like, l- there's nothing else in the history of entertainment like this. And we are, again, living in this embarrassment of riches where – Reading comics as a kid, I never thought there would be a freaking show about Wanda Maximoff and right. her like dead husband most, Vision.
1: <laughs> yeah, like at most, maybe that would show up in like a cartoon.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like we get like like like, like, like Captain Marvel was in the X uh, was was in the X Men show back in the '90s, and yeah, that, right. And, and th- that I thought was like, whoa, what a pull, you know. But like, you know, she like the successor to Captain Marvel was in WandaVision and she's a major player in that show and that's like what is this world I live in? <laughs> yeah, like
1: right like I remember growing up, uh you know, when I was like younger, I watched uh, Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. Yeah. Like and I my favorite character that that was the show that made me fall in love with Black Panther, one of my favorite superhero characters of all time i never thought we'd get a live action movie about black panther oh
0: yeah I, and you know even when spider-man uh the sam raimi one came out you know back when i was younger i just thought we would just get, be getting these never-ending cycles of like spider-man x-men and then batman, i guess Ma- batman yeah just you know the, the the same five we've been getting forever right and then maybe yeah. once in a while we'll get like oh I, maybe iron man i guess I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah we'll get there then we'll get a Daredevil. Yeah, we'll get Ben Affleck back for Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but like yeah, exactly because it's like, and I, I realize like I'm probably the last generation that remembers like before like stuff like this was ubiquitous because I was because I was like eight or nine when first Iron Man came out and that was such part of my childhood.
0: Yeah, and, and before and 2008, nobody cared about Iron Man, and now no. look at the Marvel universe now, dude. And no one cared about thor yeah like it was all it was all about the x-men and spider-man yeah people like captain america because of his colors right yeah or
1: maybe they really liked that 90s movie yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's like yeah no one cared about hawkeye or black widow
0: yeah and like whenever i hear people complain about the marvel studio stuff I, i i just i just look back to when i was a kid and just be like well i guess maybe we'll get a a good Fantastic Four movie one day, I don't know.
1: <laughs> or, or like, I'm sure we'll get a good Hulk movie eventually.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully he won't look like a cartoon character at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, like, it's just uh, Disney Plus' Marvel shows has just been exactly what I think the Marvel Studios formula needed post End Games because, you know, it's a great exactly. way to mix it yeah. up and get to know these characters a little bit more outside of the movies, and whew, it's it's yeah. been great.
1: I, I can't wait to get into it because *Fiancée*. You know, we are almost caught up to the end of wait of phase four. We have we are going to we're going to get back in and watch in game.
0: Oh, nice! That's phase three, will, by the way.
1: Phase three. Uh, phase three. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Let's see. End of phase three, and then we will uh, get started into phase four. Let's see the post in game stuff.
0: Oh Yo, man, you were almost caught up, man! Congratulations! Yep. I'm very
1: excited because me and her have been really excited to want to watch One Division. So, oh to... yeah,
0: One Division is a trip, dude. Yeah, I can't and wait. The for... fact
1: that and the fact that I have got my fiance to actually likes like like, like Spider Man as a character, when she said she had no interest in Spider Man or any Spider Man movies, and that was that's a credit to Tom Holland that Tom Holland made her like like Spider Man.
0: I mean, Tom Holland is just a gift to the world and we should yes. all cherish him. And if any of you hurt Tom Holland, I'm going to kill you and everyone in this room and then myself.
1: Yes. And I can't wait to <laughs> say, like, I saw the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. I, oh. my, my well, old nerd. Oh just exploded. man. <laughs> that is, that is uh, the why... end game of
0: Spider-Man movies. Yeah,
1: the live action into the Spider-Verse.
0: Oh my gosh, dude have you
1: seen the fans like just crawl over every inch of that like my favorite one i saw was when is it when uh zendaya's character is falling and gets grabbed and people are like that's not tom holland's glove <laughs>
0: i saw a shot by shot like reaction of it by that nerdist did and they pointed that out that that that's, yeah, that's like the glove said, he's wearing yeah
1: everybody said like that that's andrew garfield's suit oh love. my god <laughs> and i'm like I, I was like i i <laughs> think my, my fiance can't understand it because she can't cheat that girl This, i'm like yeah, you yeah. if if uh i say if andrew garfield <laughs> shows up and essentially any of the i i saw the trailer I was like well i'm defoe
0: yeah toby Maguire is gonna show up too you know uh, yeah
1: like uh, yeah it's like toby Maguire, andrew garfield and tom holland i'm like that i just that just makes me so happy i can't really explain that. i have
0: like a, this friendly wager with my family at the moment and i am convinced that not only we're going to get those two spider-man co- coming back but i am convinced that this movie's going to go two steps forward and introduce a live-action miles morales out of I- nowhere
1: I would love it. I and, I want it.
0: And we're gonna get another uh, another dimension version of Emma Stone as Spider Gwen.
1: Oh, they need to do that. Yeah, dude, <laughs> so need to do that. Uh, also, I don't know why someone. This is random. So much to say. Like talking about weird alternate versions of Spider Man. The most terrifying one I came across was Spider's Man.
0: Spider's Man.
1: Yes, because what happened in that universe is Peter Parker fell into a. Colony of radioactive spiders that killed him, and his soul was absorbed into them. So he is millions of radioactive spiders what? in human form in a Spider-Man suit.
0: Like, <laughs> like they take the form of a man.
1: Yeah, like if you take off the mask, it's just as much a spider's crawling. Problem. But it's no. In, <laughs> but it's in a Spider-Man suit. I, I don't will know, like,
0: walk out of the theater. Dude. <laughs>
1: I'm like, oh, that Eldritch eldritch horse should never be put on screen. I do not want it.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Disney Plus and uh, HBO Max, just the one-two punch of all of my other entertainment this year. So, shout out. What you got, Daniel?
1: All right. I got that. I'm just thankful for all the young directors right now that we have that are just killing it. Mm. Like, I I love, love some Jordan Peele. Oh yes, dude.
0: Love some Robert
1: Edgers. I say, love some Alex Garland. Just
0: oh yeah, Alex Garland, dude, killing it, uh, dude.
1: Which I love. The fact is, they all have like two movies, and I've only seen their first movies. I need to watch <laughs> their second movies. I have not watched them yet, which I am. Um, that looks so good.
0: Yeah, but like Annihilation is oh, one of I the best sci-fi that. films ever it, made, dude.
1: All the clips I've seen of that look like this is amazing. I need to watch. Oh, those. you haven't seen it? I haven't. I've, <gasps> I've seen it. I've seen his first movie. I haven't seen. Oh, okay. This one.
0: Okay. Oh, dude, you're gonna love Annihilation, man. It's so good.
1: Oh yes, I I am very excited.
0: Yeah, I and mean, yeah, it, it's a, a lot of the uh, you're right. Like a lot of like new movies are being heralded by these like auteur type. Uh, new directors with like fresh ideas and fresh takes who you can tell were influenced by like the old guard of directors from, you know, when, you know, I was growing up too. So, yeah, that's-
1: I mean, like it's just like I know, Robert Edger, like, or at least like in my opinion, the best like horror film of the 2010s. Mm-hmm. And I, I I have not watched The Lighthouse yet. It's on my list of films to watch. That's a I, weird one, dude. <laughs> yeah, it looks weird. So I totally I asked my fiance like, "Well, it has Robert pets in it? Don't you want to watch?" It? She goes, "I'm good."
0: Yeah, yeah, but uh, it, it's it's a, it's a fantastic film if you want like a good performance piece, and it's trippy AF. You know, it's definitely very different from the from the the v- v- um, uh, but, uh, you know, cause the, v- the, the v- v- is, you know, it's own kind of like, it's slow. It's methodical. There's, a, there's an air attention in there, but like the, where uh, the lighthouse is, is its own kind of monster. So it's cool that like Eggers is, can do those two types of uh, horror, uh, and do them pretty effortlessly.
1: Exactly. Yes. Like I, I said, just some great people. I know not necessarily a new director, but denny Villeneuve is, of course, one of my favorite directors mm-hmm. right now with some great films. Have you
0: heard of the movie Dune?
1: I have. I still want to see it. I still need to watch Twenty Forty Nine.
0: Oh, you haven't? Oh my god! Oh, that's why you told me that.
1: Yeah, I, I I have to find time to watch it. It's so long, but I I love the first Blade Runner. It's one of my favorite sci-fi films of all time. So I yeah, dude. Shout really out to HBO
0: one. Max. It's on there. Nice. <laughs> Very cool, dude. Yeah, I can't wait to see like the new projects from uh, all these great directors, dude. Uh, quick little one for me. Uh, uh, very thankful to the anime series slash franchise Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. Uh, this has just been a series that, uh, like Zoe introduced to both me and Erica, and we have just embraced as a family. And it's we 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 both love we all love the anime series season one. We love the movie that came out in late 2022. The Mugen Train, which uh, also is the highest-grossing anime film of all time, uh, wow. and and yeah, exactly. And then they're kind of like re-releasing that movie as a as a kind of expanded six-part series uh, starting in October, uh, which we haven't seen yet because we're waiting for the English dub. And uh, and uh, season two is well on its way to be coming out too. So I can't wait to. We all can't wait to finish uh, continue that series too. And uh, this year. Um, I got Erica, the digital editions of the entire manga series of that. It's 23 volumes long, uh, which I guess if you would stack on the floor to the top, it's like maybe the, to the top of a desk or whatever. And, uh, she finished, she read that like three times <laughs> nice. in this one year and I've read through it like once. So it, it, it's a fantastic series. There's like one character that I really, really can't stand. But other than that, like it's well-written, like it has great characterizations uh, the fantasy element is really good um it's just a fantastic series and uh yeah it, it, it's, a, it's super popular too so i'm sure a lot of people have heard of it by now i mean there's hot oh, yeah. top, there's hot topic shirts of it so it's oh, that yeah, exactly. i was
1: literally about to say like since i am so like out of step with modern anime now i i feel i keep saying i need to get back into it but it's just time
0: yeah i mean if, if you if you Judge a book by its cover, which is very easy to do with a lot of anime. Like, and admittedly, I do it too. Um, you would, you, you can look at it and be like, okay, I, kn- I, I know exactly what this show is about. I can, I can see an episode in my head as we speak, right?
1: Yeah, like, it definitely gave me like fairy tale vibes and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or very shonen, almost shonen possible vibes. Yeah, like
0: and there are those elements. I'll, I'll admit, but there, but it's so well written with its characters and its villains and just the over, i think it handles its tone very well too like it's not it, it knows when to do some comedy and it knows when to take things seriously and and to up the tension and and thing like it's just great storytelling great fantasy storytelling as well so um and i recommend it to like non anime fans too like it it's got kind of tropey anime stuff here and there but it's not like it's not one of those type of animes if you know what i mean there's no like over sexualization of any characters too which is great um and i i just think it just has good relatable characters villains included you know and, oh, and the villains nice. end up being sympathetic and people that like, stay with you long after they're gone and um yeah i just we just can't wait for more this has been a family treat that we've all been enjoying over here
1: well, I said, anytime I go into a hot topic, I'm slowly seeing the My Hero Academia shirts being overtaken by, <laughs> by Demon Slayers. So I was like, ah, oh, so it's the new thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. We watch a lot of My Hero over here at the house, too. But, like, admittedly, Zoe, if you're listening to this, like, I'm sorry. But, like, I'm I'm over it. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, I get it now. It's, 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 it's kind of gotten to the point where it's pretty formulaic, you know?
1: Well, that is the problem most anime that run too long tend to do.
0: Right. Yeah. (laughs) All right, man. That's kind of all I had for movies and TVs. Do you have anything else for me?
1: Uh, no, I think that's it. So if we want to go head on over and talk about music a little bit, yeah,
0: let's talk a little bit about music. So I won't talk too much about music. Uh, I do have a music podcast called the skinny with Mike and Adam. (laughs) You uh, do have a whole
1: outlet for that. Yes.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's my more successful podcast, but so go check it out if you haven't. Um, but, uh, but I will say that I am thankful for two things in particular, uh, First of which is Spotify, which I just signed up for. Yeah, I know I'm late to the party, but <laughs> it's been so joyous that like anything I want, it's there.
1: <laughs> okay. Mike, I'm so glad you're on Spotify now. I can now you can listen to all my like 12 hour long playlists.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can make playlists and share them with people, which like you know I've I've i I'm going to be doing for the skinny podcast at some point uh, for our year end list, which is cool. Uh, yeah. I, I can follow our friends and, you know, I can, in things like that. And I can share yep. stuff that I've been listening to as well. So, and, and and like I was saying, like I just, I, I just had a hankering for, for, to for listen to the final fantasy seven remake soundtrack, like not too long ago. And Spotify has it. So I was like, Hey, great. I don't have to like go on YouTube or, you know, go to these sketch places to like, try to find it. It's just there. So Good, good on you, Spotify. I'm super thankful for you. And then, yep. and then, really quick, I'm really thankful for Discord because uh, over at the Skinny with Mike and Adam, we started a Discord channel, uh, which has been amazing because like a lot of like our list, uh, you know, a good handful of our listeners have been interacting with us over there, Daniel included. And we have some lurkers who, like, who, who I can see, like, are reading our posts. <laughs> not, to, not to creep you guys out or anything, but, like, I can see that you're reading our posts, which, has been, which is cool, too. And, like, it's just been adding a different layer of uh, of enjoyment to listening to albums each week and, like, listening to what our listeners think of it as well. So um, Yes,
1: definitely. I, yeah. I, I said I so happy i brought the, i brought that up to you
0: yeah and it was year. your idea too yeah it, it, was, your yeah. Podcast, it was your idea for this podcast was your idea for discord it's like what can't you do daniel
1: i know <laughs> but yeah it's, like, it's so great like so many albums i listened to this year i probably never would have found if not for our fellows at discord yeah exactly my favorite albums i listened to this As- year yeah
0: absolutely so yeah keep those recommendations coming and uh, if you're a fan of the Skinning with mike and adam like every uh in the description there's a there's a link to the discord in the description of whatever uh, platform that you're listening to it on so we'd love to have you over there even if you just want to lurk but uh yeah those are those are all i had over there because i'm going to talk more about stuff i'm thankful for in this in, in the coming month but uh, did you have anything for me my friend
1: yeah i have a couple of quick things like i heard one, you like I, music yeah that's mm-hmm, a yes i i have been able <laughs> to say things like that <laughs> but yeah like, i am thankful that uh biggest one first i'm so thankful that after almost uh over two years just about of not going to a concert
0: oh i got to go, go to my
1: first concert nice. since like august of
0: 2019 19 oh yeah, that's right yeah because yeah. that stupid yeah. pandemic
1: <laughs> yeah oh yeah the stupid pandemic where i had to get refunds for three different concerts i had bought tickets for
0: Oh, that's okay. It's got delayed to twenty twenty three. It's okay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> nah, <laughs> keep yeah. your ticket. <laughs> After the third time i I was like, "Can I just have my refund? <laughs> right. Have my money back?" <laughs> so, I say, "Yeah." So that's why I'm not. Yes, yeah, so that's why I didn't go to see We Came as Romans, Dancing of Dance, or Me without you in twenty twenty. Thanks a lot, but, guys.
0: But you did get to see recently.
1: I got to see See You Space Cowboy and If I Die First.
0: Man, those now, that, those are two bands who are in love.
1: Yes, <laughs> see, <laughs> Yes, they are. See, if you like I said if you follow me on Twitter, like I my my Twitter that's a username is a reference to See You Space Cowboy.
0: So. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> like I have that's if you've been on the Discord for Mike and Adam, you know, I've I have been hyping up these two bands since last year. Like if I had first released one of the best EPs last year, released two amazing EPs this year that I am just in love with. Space Cowboy has just become like Connie has become like my favorite person in the scene. Like the best scene personality since like jason butler in my opinion
0: yeah i love seeing interviews with her because she's so like like she always has like a a lot to say like a lot substantial to say too yes not just about music but like what about like the the types of songs that she likes to write and you know the types of like attitudes that she sees in the scene too which is you know refreshing right i'm so tired of seeing front men and front women just be like oh yeah this album is the best album i've ever made and you know we like to thank our fans fans. my don't
1: don't make fun of the lead singer of silverstein like that
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's listening he's listening (laughs) just constructive criticism
1: yeah but like i said and just like how like If you follow her on Twitter, how brutally like upfront honest she is about things. Like, like I think I heard something like, "Yeah, I almost died of an overdose though." Like the week we finished recording this album, yay! (laughs) (laughs) Or, or like the thing she posted like after the album, she's like, "Hey, I'm like two weeks sober now." I'm like as I said, it's just like this honest personality and like if we're going to just like performance level, I don't know if you've seen looked up any like live performances from the band, but no, just
0: music videos.
1: Okay. Well, again, that is where my, my Jason Butler comparison really goes in. Like she oh, is nice. that energetic, like, like she is bouncing around the stage. Like she is fully into it. And it's just, it yeah, was, so I mean, the,
0: well, the music informs that type of, uh, you know, performance.
1: Yeah. Like and I would say this, like, uh, I'm so bad with song titles because their song titles are all sentences.
0: <laughs> right, weird sentences, right? <laughs>
1: yes, so, but when they played the lead single from their album that just came out a few weeks ago live, that was like a that was an experience. Nice, dude. And I'll again, I have again if you're on Discord or on or follow me on Twitter, I have talked about the song "Bloodstained Eyes" relentlessly since it mm-hmm. came out, and that just live was i said almost a spiritual experience just
0: yeah and I, I can said, imagine too like especially after being away from shows for so long too you know
1: yeah and so great like I crammed in this tiny like i see auditorium a decent to attached to a record store in the middle of nowhere louisiana yeah those
0: are like, always my favorite shows they kind of like the ones are like kind of dingy Like there's there's, there's just something so punk and attitude about it.
1: Yeah. And like everybody walking in with beer and I'm like, where did you get this? this?"
0: (laughs) (laughs) The beer hole. You just put your hand in the hole and they give you a beer. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Haven't you ever been to this venue before?
1: (laughs) But yeah, like that was just, that is the most fun experience music wise I've had this year.
0: Yeah. Dude, I cannot wait to see like, especially with how weird, you know of the releases of of this music year have been like i can't wait to see like what your final lists end up being and uh i guess really quick shout out to the skinny with mike and adam because in december uh, we're going to be doing our year-end lists and uh, if you're a listener of that show or if you want to participate we're inviting our our fans and our listeners to send over their year-end lists as well by december 3rd so if you want to do that
1: Yep, my list is done. I'll be sending it your way shortly. Hopefully, so sweet, I'll get man. some. I'll get some blogs written about it. I don't know. It's just, this year has been so busy. I will try, but if nothing else, I will send you my dissertation on the yeah. year.
0: You have a little <laughs> you know, human to take care of, man. Your, your blogs can wait. They'll, they'll be there for yes. you when you are ready.
1: Yep. So cool, uh, the only other things I go ahead. The other things I have are uh, like fourteen year old me is very happy that two civic fans this year decided to stop being terrible. <laughs> Okay. Was <laughs> so, it. well, like for the first time in a decade, this Mayfire don't suck.
0: You know, I keep hearing these rumors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not gonna tell you to listen. Check it out, Mike. I'm not. I'm not gonna try to convince anybody else. I'm sure, just convinced sure. The fact that I was not expecting it.
0: <laughs> okay. Like so. Like, so their new single or singles have been like pretty good.
1: Oh yeah. Like I remember uh, me and my fiance we were out of town and we were in a hot topic and i heard a song playing i'm like this is really good i told her i was like this is the kind of stuff that should be playing in a hot topic like i haven't heard this, anything playing play in a hot topic like this in years and i just looked up the song like i just shazammed the song and i'm like mm-hmm. what this is memphis may fire <laughs> they have single what what <laughs> what <laughs> and every single after that has just been just as good
0: you know if 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 you keep singing their praises like that, whenever the next release comes out, I think I might just listen to it. Cause I've been hard out on that band for a long time. And
1: we have been hard out on that band <laughs> since 2016.
0: Yeah. And rightfully so. So, uh, you know, yes. I, if they are going on this upward trajectory, then I, I, I can't wait to hear it.
1: Yes. And the other band I will talk about is of mice and men no longer suck. Are you sure? (laughs) I'm very sure, Mike. Okay,
0: okay. I think it's the same thing, right? They've just been releasing like new interesting singles.
1: Yeah, they've released two EPs, and in December they will be releasing an album, which is just those two EPs and then four new songs.
0: Oh, cool! So, like a special edition of those EPs, I guess.
1: Yeah, they're considering it a full of the a full length album, but it's just those two EPs with four new songs. Oh, okay. New album. I, i'm as I he so but the two eps have been great like i, yeah, I made no, no qualms that aaron polly is one of my like favorite vocalists and i and i'm happy that his talents are finally no longer being wasted in that band
0: <laughs> but he's still in that band right
1: yes yes he is still in that band so, like yeah, i'm just, I, they finally figured out how to utilize him oh well. i see i get it okay because you know uh tw- again 2016 that was uh We don't need to talk about it. We're thankful about things
0: this year, not 2016.
1: Yes, I went (laughs) back and listened to their last two albums. They were definitely good. Like I, I think getting rid of the crazy, real religious zealot frontman predator predator that was their original frontman helped a lot.
0: That usually helps a lot of things. that does (laughs) really
1: help a lot. Yes, I'm so happy that they were. I say that uh, they are releasing good music and there's so many bands this year that I was not expecting to release good music release good music and well, so many yeah. bands I expected to release good music did not release good music
0: yeah I mean if you keep singing like again just like with Memphis May Fire if you keep singing their praises I think I might just have to jump in you know I love a good redemption story as my love of Zack Snyder's Justice League will tell you
1: <laughs> Yes,
0: but uh, yeah you got anything else for music bud because I got I- just a few more things before we round out the end of the episode
1: yeah, I, I think that's it. Let's just want to go to some random, like, life stuff, I guess.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, kind of, I guess kind of stuff with life. But, like, yo, dude, I'm super thankful for hummingbirds. Like, <laughs> 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 and yes, you did hear me right. I mean, hummingbirds, the birds that, you know, with the long beaks and stuff. Like, like we my, my, so specifically, my wife and I bought a hummingbird feeder for our backyard. And <laughs> it's just, it's just something that like we had on our to, to buy list. And uh, it's just, you know, we just never did it because we see as a forget or, you know, we just, it gets pushed to the side or whatever but like, we finally got one and we got one that she liked and like, we hung it up and like these hummingbirds have just been like chilling in our backyard all year. And it's just so peaceful, especially like on a Saturday morning, you know, my wife and I sleep in just a little bit and then we wake up and then we you know, we we embrace each other once in a while. and We look in our backyard and we see the flowers and her garden, and we see the hummingbirds in there. And it's like, man, life is pretty cool. I think I like this planet again.
1: <laughs> it, it's always nice to have those things that remind you, like, oh, there are nice things in life. Yeah,
0: and you know, hummingbirds—they make they make sweet sounds, man. You know, shout out to hummingbirds. <laughs> you know who's all, you you know what other creatures like? Pretty cool. Cats, dude. Thankful for cats.
1: i i can't wait to hear the context here
0: oh we have two stray cats actually which uh uh and and which sounds like a strange thing to do but to say but like there are these stray cats that come to our house that we feed and we take care of and once in a while like they like to come inside of our house and chill and you know get you know stay out of the cold every now and then and we take care of them and once they're ready they they leave and go do stray cat stuff and they've just been a pleasure to have around uh, their names are sir kensington and selena and but unfortunately sir kensington is no longer with us as he got into a fight and got like this bad absence on his back and my wife unfortunately had to call animal control and take him and put him down because he was getting like very sick and very injured so um but like yeah dude cats are awesome
1: cats are awesome
0: yeah thankful for cats um i'm also i'm also f- thankful for sourdough bread dude <laughs>
1: Well, like, i told you I'm, this like, was gonna be I, random <laughs> I, yeah i'm like oh i have like just like introspective personal life stuff. I'm like, <laughs> and get, so I'm sorry, I'm going to get very much more like real. <laughs> oh no, that's fine.
0: Like get real dude. Like sourdough bread is so freaking good, dude. And like, and it, cause one of the gifts that I was given in 2020 uh, for, for, uh, for Christmas was a, was, was a Dutch oven. And like, uh, and cause my family kept teasing me like, Oh, bake us some sourdough bread. And I was like, I don't have that kind of, I don't have the, like the right tools to make sourdough bread. Cause I would make, you know, I bake, And I, and I cook for the house and stuff. So, you know, my, and Zoe was always like, oh, make sourdough bread, dad. Like I can't. So they finally got me a Dutch oven. So I started making sourdough bread all this year and like, it's so therapeutic and it's so delicious and we've just been eating it all year and I'm not tired of it. (laughs) And I just now started, started getting confident enough to like start adding like flavor profiles to it. Like uh, the the week I tried, I, I made it like a like a, a a rosemary roasted garlic sourdough bread that came straight out of the oven and dude makes your house smell heavenly man and then then in the following week i did i did a uh, sun-dried tomato turmeric and uh, basil sourdough bread bro bread is awesome <laughs>
1: bread is awesome you're never gonna hear me disagree with bread being
0: awesome dude eat bread i i
1: do quite a lot maybe too much if you ask some doctors i don't know
0: and yo shout out to the lion in in scott pilgrim versus the world bread makes you fat well i mean that's why i go to the gym i eat so much bread (laughs) so yeah that's all i had man like i've just been thankful for like some a lot of the little things because you know the rest of the world is Breaking is it, slowly breaking me, so I, I have to yeah, kind of latch yeah. onto these like little things to keep me sane. That is definitely fair. So you got stuff that's gonna make me sad. What?
1: Not not <laughs> as sad, just very more like I guess more real life stuff. It's like, oh sure, but, yeah, uh, that's it. First thing, I'm very thankful. I became a dad this year.
0: You are Papa Daniel, man. Congratulations, yes. bud.
1: Yes, you've heard him uh, very much vocally on last episode and a little this episode.
0: Mm-hmm. You, you got a new co host for the show.
1: Yep, uh, is that yeah? That has obviously just been great. Uh, but I would totally say we are now in the enjoyable part of that. I am now getting <laughs> sleep again.
0: Oh, that's good, man. You guys, you guys have found a good rhythm.
1: Yes, uh, good. that's yeah, we are in our. We are officially in the routine.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, that that's yeah. always that's always such a relief. Like knowing that you're in there, you know.
1: Yeah, like I said, it's just like crazy. Like it's like, oh, I am now responsible for this tiny human.
0: Mm-hmm. this tiny human who looks like you and loves you and relies on you it's like it's such a unique feeling
1: yeah you know? it's like it's a weird thing or you like it's like oh you have it's like the i don't it sounds so corny but it's like it's like the most pure like joy and love you experience because it's like they don't know anything but to love you
0: yeah exactly right and it's so pure and like it, it makes it really makes you zoom out and look and reevaluate all of the things in life that actually do matter. Right. Like it's so easy, you know, especially in gaming or something or movies or whatever the case may be. If it's like, Oh, this is stupid. Oh, this is dumb. Why didn't they just do dance? You know, like, oh, Marvel studios is so dumb. Everything's the same. it's like, then you, you know, you look at things from the lens of like new life or a recent marriage or something, or, you know, uh, you know, a, a child or a family member getting sick. And it's like, you know, you, the, there are so many more important things in the world that actually do matter, you know? Yeah, being, like, I get, being a new right. parent is one of them.
1: Exactly. It's like, I, I don't say, like, I almost noticed, like, uh, you know, it's getting the end of the year. It's a seasonal depression time, unfortunately. know. Well, yeah. yeah. But, like, Vizier, I was like, I noticed like, I have just overall, like, been... Happier, cause I think it's like. Well, I just don't. I say, so like honestly, I don't have time to worry about a lot of the stuff <laughs> I used to worry about.
0: Yeah, that's true. There's that. There's always that too. Like it keeps you busy. It keeps you. It keeps your mind focused on something singular, and uh, you know, and what an important thing to keep yourself focused on. And yeah, dude. And, and, and like congr- again, congratulations. I can't say it enough too, because you know, it's 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 a hard thing to do. It's it's it can get stressful. But there's also a beauty to it, and and it's really cool that like you, you, um, as a father, like understand that too. You know, so it's 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 really cool, man. Yes.
1: On that, I guess in the same vein of big life things, I also, I got engaged this year.
0: Look at that! Do you just surrounded by love? You got Memphis May Fire. You got a son. You've got a fiance. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
1: Yes, it's like yes, and I—it's just crazy to think that this time by by this time next year, I I will be married.
0: Oh, that's so sweet, man! You guys have a date and everything too.
1: Uh, oh. Yep, it's like uh, September next year.
0: Oh, cool! That's awesome, man! Yeah, nice little like end of summer wedding too. That that sounds like it's gonna have like you know beautiful scenery. You guys have like, a place figured out, or you're still figuring that stuff out?
1: Yeah, we got the place. It's just uh, that's it. We're just working through it. Like it, it keeps coming up on us, and we're like, oh, have we done this thing? Do we need to do this thing? Should we have already done this thing? <laughs> yeah
0: from experience too like i'll let you I'll, I'll tell you that like you think that you have enough time you don't have enough time start 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 solidifying those plans now <laughs> yes <but laughs> that, that, yeah, those been... months are going to creep up on you bud
1: yes uh, we already did where i looked at it and i was like should we be doing should we be doing this certain thing it's like that's everything online so we should do that like eight or nine months before before the wedding and you're like <laughs> yeah. well, how much is it i'm like oh it's like it's like 10 months like oh
0: <laughs> yeah, do it now.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, the other big life thing is I I got hired by insert big con, con- corporate conglomerate here.
0: Yeah, you 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 changed your role at your at your job, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, specifically, I got hired on for a oh, that's right. Position. Yeah, that's I awesome, was, dude. Uh, yeah, let's see. Without saying too much, I I was working third party. I am now officially like, let's see working directly for the company that i work for
0: yeah and i'm sure that kind of came with a pay raise and also like a sense yes. of stability with you know some some uh benefits as well right
1: yes so it's just like and as i have mentioned it's like and i told my fiance this it's like it's so nice work becomes so much more enjoyable when you have bosses that treat you like people
0: i mean that should be true of i mean that should be a given but unfortunately <laughs> in the world Kevin, we live but... in that's not always the case but uh but I'm, I'm i'm glad that's the case for you buddy
1: yeah like it's just nice sort of like i'll be walking i see it from one area to the other work and my boss just stops me and says hey you're doing a good job really happy to have you working for us it's just like little stuff like that it's like hey yeah. i actually feel like i'm making a difference
0: acknowledge actually... <laughs> me senpai that's all i asked for <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> and also the fact that i i <laughs> Mike, you'll find this humorous. I just apparently learned that one of my managers is a really big fan of a Amir.
0: Oh, that band? Yeah, yes. Oh, wow. That's intense. That's
1: the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. And if I was saying, like, well, you know, I was in a screamo band in high school. I'm like, what? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: that became my favorite thing. I'm like, yeah. uh, all right, then.
0: That's so cool. <laughs> Dude, it just sounds like overall, you've just been having, like, a really positive year.
1: Yes. And like I said, hopefully that will continue into 2022.
0: Yeah. Let's cross our fingers, man. I mean, uh, I mean, good, good years are hard to come by in our adult lives, but you know uh, you know, just like I mentioned, we grasp on to those little things that keep us happy and keep us sane and make us, uh, you know, reevaluate the world in our lives in different ways and try to try to center us, you know, that, and I think that's important. And we should always uh, take time, out of our lives, whether it's you know once a week or whatever, whatever the case may be, to like to just do that restructuring and recentering because it's it's really important for um, our psyches and our mental health and our relationships and our relationships with ourselves. So um it's just you know, especially now we, we're kind of at the end of this episode now, Daniel. Like I'm really, I am really thankful to hear. That you've been having a good year like you know you do like you said you did become a father you got engaged you know you're moving up with your job and you know you got some stability and you're you you're your podcast co-host which is the greatest thing of all really exactly
1: <laughs> and uh yeah it's just it's a really good year and i uh, half jokingly i uh, see i'm thankful for another reason this year has been so good i i'm thankful that this year i stopped being on facebook <laughs>
0: Oh, there we go! Yeah, we we should all be thankful that we we're off all of that thing.
1: Here. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, like, I mean, people, I'm sh- people who are on there, I'm sure have their reasons why they're still on there. But like, yes, like yeah, I
1: I love that uh, my fiance will complain about things on Facebook. I don't. I was like, why do you still have it?
0: What What is that? Well, I don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that is. I am. I am not. as like. It's like I choose not to hear the random yammering thoughts of people from my hometown on things that they don't know what they're talking about i'm okay yeah. without hearing things. <laughs> yeah
0: i mean just an overall like stepping away from social media as a just as a rule for yourself listeners like it's, it's probably a good idea I'm not saying like delete everything i'm just saying like maybe like set timers or something and then and then only be on social media during that specific time right or maybe just choose to follow more positive influences are out there you know
1: yeah, or just like I said, or I have have a, have a kid. You don't have time to be on social media all the time, and that
0: works too. But you know, the, then there is all the ethical questions of having a child, and you know, bringing a child into the world like this. Oh my god, what a nightmare! Uh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a nightmare. <laughs> social media, I mean, but uh, yes. but uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a good thing, man. And, and I and I do hope, like going forward, that like things are just as positive for you, and it just continues to keep on going up, my friend.
1: Yeah. Well, that is all I have, Mike. So I got to ask him, I see, you got anything else you want to talk about? Oh, I see. Are we ready to move on?
0: Uh, I mean, if you want to talk about sourdough, sourdough bread a little bit more. But, <laughs> but uh, no, that's, that's all I have. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been, a, it's, it's overall, it's been a good year and I have a lot to be thankful for. Uh, not, you know, not just the things that we talked about, but uh, yeah, you know, other things in my life as well. Like I've loved my wife, I love my daughter, Uh, my, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a lot more important at work too. And, you know, world events be damned, you know, I'm, I'm still doing my best and I'm, and I'm trying every day to be the best version of me that I can. And I, and I hope that's true for everyone listening to this.
1: Yes. So Mike, you've been playing with, you've been fiddling with it this whole time we've been recording. I have to ask. What you got there?
0: Um, I don't know how I'm fiddling with this. It's just the website, dude. What's, what's wrong with you? No. <laughs> I have a Kickstarter uh, uh, page, actually, that uh, I'm super interested in. And I guess, full disclosure, I'm not involved in this Kickstarter in any way. It's just something that um, a podcast that I listen to, they uh, went in and started to make a, uh, a book that uh they they were very passionate about uh the the podcast i listen to is called final fantasy union it's actually a husband and wife team that uh met because of their uh love of final fantasy and then fell in love and it's and adorable got, and fell in love and got married and moved to london and have two beautiful kids together and like they and they continue this podcast and they have a youtube channel too but so their next venture in this love of Final Fantasy is The Legacy of the Crystal. Now, this is easy to find on Kickstarter. Uh, Legacy of the Crystal, the unofficial Final Fantasy book. Now, uh, it's been out for a week. They had a pledge goal of, uh, in, in the U.S., it's $11,000. They have smashed it, dude. They, and they are currently now, I'm looking at it right now, they're at $71,877. And Dang. Yeah, so they smashed it. Uh, and I, I'm going to be going in on this, too, just because I want this book. Well, this book is um, kind of goes back to, a, you know, a few episodes back when we had that Final Fantasy episode. It's basically just a comprehensive guide on the history of Final Fantasy. And I mean the history of it. They're, they're going to be talking about the mainline series, all the spin-offs, all of the games that were like tangentially related to it by some of the former creators who have left and gone and made their own game. like this sounds like for this sounds like it's for like both beginners and experts like me and just people who just love this series and want to learn more and so I I, I encourage people to go check it out. Again, that's called The Legacy of the Crystal, an unofficial Final Fantasy book. I'll, I'll have the link in the description of this episode for people to check out too. So if you want to back it, they have different tiers due uh, to, to um, you know for different rewards and and but if you don't want to get the product they also have like a support thing like if you just want to be like yo here's a dollar good for you guys I, I, I love what you guys are doing they have that option as well so um this plans to, looks like it plans to be released like in april or may of 2022 um so got a little bit to go before this project will be like released to the backers but uh yeah dude like if 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 you have even a passing uh a a passing interest in final fantasy or an expert level knowledge that I wish I could have, I guess if I read this book, I will have an expert level knowledge. So uh, yeah, check that out. It's going to be in the link description. If anybody wants to check it out.
1: That sounds awesome. I love when fans do things like that.
0: Yeah. And, and, and they're a great podcast too. Like, and and I've learned so much about the series through their show. And I just think it's adorable that like, this is a husband and wife doing this. It's just so cool.
1: I, that, that, that sounds so fun
0: yeah what you got there daniel
1: all right well i have a youtube channel slash maybe a couple specific videos to talk about cool uh mike all right have you ever heard of the youtube channel hello future me
0: hello future me no i don't but that sounds wholesome i hope it's wholesome uh,
1: that's it well it, it depends that's it. okay that's it. <laughs> that's it. he basically does uh, mostly writing advice
0: oh okay like
1: like he does has an on writing on world building series, mostly video essays. Um, if you're a fan of Avatar: The Last Airbender, you'll love this guy because I don't think he can do an episode without without mentioning that show in, in some comparison to writing a <laughs> world building. Yeah, I think ep-
0: I think he might be a fan.
1: <laughs> I mean, he has like a 50 minute video on the psychology of Azula.
0: So okay, cool.
1: So, the, but leaks, it's since uh, the last episode it was we mentioned things about like. We went a little bit, being an episode by like suicide prevention, mental illness, and stuff like that. Oh, cool! So I want to mention two of his videos that I think are great. He has a, a video, "The Complex Problems with Mental Illness in Fiction." There's like oh. about forty-five minute long videos, so they're very long. So I actually have some I not have time to watch them, but where he just really delves into like good and bad examples of how to write mental illness.
0: Yeah, that's something that I'm always, like, uncomfortable about whenever, like, a show types to tackle that. Because, I, I, you know, I, I, I initially, when I understand what they're trying to do, like, I initially cringe. I'm like, oh, no, don't, don't, don't mess it up, please. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so it, it sounds like he's going to, like, talk about this, like, good and bad examples, huh? Yeah, he kind of
1: breaks it down. And, like, it's also kind of advice for, like, if you are a writer, here are good and bad things to look, to either do or avoid. Okay. And then he has a like a 30-minute video simply on mental illness in video games.
0: Oh, interesting. And, you'll,
1: and I know you'll like the thumbnail because it's a game that you've told me about.
0: I am looking at the thumbnail right now. It's Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Look yes. at that.
1: But yeah, it's great. If you want a really long video, which this one kept kept me it was something to listen to in the background during an entire day at work, <laughs> See, he has an almost three-hour video on on cyberpunk the game and the genre.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Like, so, what, so it's not, what, 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 what's wrong with it or what?
1: It, it's like, that's what I like. They're not rant videos. He's not just explaining, like, and he does actually defend Cyberpunk 2077 sure, more yeah. than he critiques it, but it's just really good. Like, he's just genuinely like, great guy. And for for the mental illness videos since he is a he's actually a youth counselor so he mm-hmm. has a background in this so it's like not just some random dude on the internet giving you oh, advice. Oh, that's
0: good. Yeah, someone not like waxing poetic about something that they read or whatever. Yeah,
1: like like I said he even says like, you know he has he's some of these things too and he's a youth counselor in his country so it's a guy with a really good in-depth background. Well, that's
0: I, said, I, I love like think pieces. I love, you know, um you know, video uh, channels like this that are just kind of like about analyzing the art that we love and, you know, ha, and, and the psychology behind them. So this sounds like there's some, uh, you know, subscribe already there. <laughs> so yeah,
1: like, yeah, great, great show. I, I love his writing advice because it's helpful for people like me that I, I may be kind of trying to write something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Shout out to the 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 recovering scene kid.
1: That's <laughs> it. You and may i have heard uh, of him. Uh, yeah and i i also may or may not be writing an actual book i don't know what yeah i did whoa that's it that's blueprint stages mike blueprint stages
0: okay so so the recovering scene kids kickstarter coming soon yeah <laughs> that's cool dude i'm really happy to hear that
1: i say yeah like i said it's a great youtube channel i i really love this guy's thoughts and analysis on things. So I highly recommend them, especially these two videos.
0: Cool. I put, the, I put those two videos in my uh, watch later list and I'll be checking those out starting tomorrow. Nice. Very cool, man. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for having this very, and, and again, just like we mentioned earlier, like I'm very thankful for you and we get to do this show together and, you know, I'm thankful for, you know, moments like this where we get to talk, you know, we get to talk about ourselves a little bit, but uh, thank you, Listeners for checking out uh, this episode of The Dorkiest. If you live in the U.S., I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving week with your loved ones. Uh, I know I will, and Daniel, sounds like you will as well. And uh, we will reconvene sometime in December for more dorky goodness. And uh, I thank you for, again, spending some time with us on this week's episode. For my co-host, Daniel, I am your co-host, Mike. And like we say at the Thanksgiving table every Dorkiest episode.
1: Uh Gigi?
0: What would GG stand for in like a Thanksgiving context? Gobble gobble. Good gravy. Good gravy. There we go. <laughs> Good gravy, gamers. Good gravy. <laughs>